Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Seriously in Business podcast. I am back today with uh, an episode that's a bit of a behind the scenes look, I guess, at my launch. Um, if you don't know, I recently launched, probably for the last time in a year, um, the Co-Creation Club, which is kind of like my, I have, there's a few different ways I make money in my business. One is just doing design for people through the studio that we're opening up soon. Um, another is through my online course that you can join at any time and um, just learn how to do your own designs. And the other is through a more intimate coaching program where I kind of take around 10 to 20 business owners and kind of work with them to create their branding with them. This isn't an ad for them because the program's not open again for about another year. So what I wanted to do though is share with you, I guess, how that launch looked and how I kind of plan out my launches and particularly as well, the graphics that I needed for a launch. I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I'll just launch an online course or an online program or a coaching program or whatever it is. And they don't realize that it actually takes a lot of different graphics graphics to make that all work and come together. And so I want to step you through a little bit about what that looked like for me and how that process worked. Welcome to Seriously in Business, the podcast for all things branding, design, marketing, and business strategy for your small business. Hi, I'm your host, Jackie Norton, pro graphic designer and coach at White Deer Graphic Design. This is a podcast for small business owners, aka entrepreneurs who love to have fun and take their business seriously. We'll be diving into DIY graphic design and the crucial role it plays in building a successful business, a business that is not only your passion, but is taken seriously by the world. You'll also get to learn key branding insights from yours truly, as well as gleaning marketing strategy and business advice from epic industry experts. I've supported hundreds, if not thousands of women over the last 10 years to transform their brand and design and in doing so, helping them build successful and sustainable businesses while living the life they love. And today I get to do the same for you. Join us every week for a new episode, ready to fuel you with inspiration, equip you to thrive and get you looking seriously in business. So thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you as a listener and a watcher of this podcast. It's 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 wild to think that there's someone that I don't even know about listening on the other end of this. So if you are currently listening or watching, if you're watching, feel free just to put a comment on the YouTube video. But if you're listening, feel free to message me on Instagram or something and say, hi, Jackie, just listening to your podcast. I'm like, oh, cool. There's a person there that's real. Makes it more worthwhile when I'm just recording these in my little office by myself. Um, okay. But no, let's get into it. So as I said, I recently did a launch of a program. It was called the Co-Creation Club and it was maybe the sixth or seventh time that I've launched this particular program. So it wasn't a new thing, which was wildly helpful in terms of I already had a lot of graphics and collateral and marketing stuff already prepared for me, which made it a lot easier. So first things first is if you're going to launch something, launch it again and again and again and again if it worked, you know, because it's going to save you so much effort into the future. Like the first time I launched this was double the effort than this time when I launched it because I already had a lot of stuff created. But I didn't do the launch identical to the past because I always think that things can evolve, things can change. I get better, my clients change, um, and I get more insight into what what this particular season of life, like the, the world has changed a lot in the last few months. And so I always want to make sure I'm, I'm I'm not just cookie cutter doing everything identical to past launches, but thinking about what does my audience need from me right now? So I'm going to jump all over the place a little bit for this one, but I guess I just wanted to give a bit of an insight into the strategy behind things and the graphics I needed and what the kind of different parts and bits and pieces that I created as well. And so I guess the first thing to think about, I want to show you is my um, timeline. So I believe, and a lot of what I'm telling you today is being taught to me from my coach, Ellie Swift. Um, she is incredible. I've been with her for like three or four years now, and it's it's amazing. Um, but so any of the, just so you know, it's not, it's not my incredibleness that's teaching you these things. It's a little bit from Ali as well. Um, but pretty much I don't believe in short launches because short launches just are so, so stressful. So my launches have 
what's called a cart open period where people can buy and join my program for three weeks. Sometimes people only do like a week or like five days. And that is far too stressful and short for me, especially with my lifestyle and running a business from home and mostly caring for a toddler most of the time and just kind of trying to keep my head above water most of the time. So doing a short launch was not going to support me to do it really easily. And so I've done a launch that went for three weeks, but once you've kind of worked out what I do when I, when I create and launch a program. So I think a mistake a lot of people that are starting out launching make is they just go, oh, I've got a, I want to create a program. So I'm just going to put it out in the world. And that's not what a launch is about. A launch is about priming and prepping people and creating anticipation and expectation and excitement for a program, helping people to actually know that they need what you want to share with them. Uh, and so for me, for example, what we did was I was like, I want to run this program in what day did we start? We started the 17th of July, 2023. So a I'm a few weeks into it now. We started it then and I worked backwards for how long I wanted to have the cart closed for so I could prep for the start of the program, how long I wanted the doors to be open to the cart for those three weeks. And then before that as well of of how am I going to warm people and prep people up to even want to join when the doors do open. So for me, if that looked like... This is this is tricky, but pretty much on the 5th of June, I started promoting what's called a conversion event. A conversion event can be, is kind of like the language that we kind of use around what's, what's going to be something that really primes people to want to be converted, I guess, to join this program or offering. Um, and so for me in the past, I've done free challenges, like people join a Facebook group and I do like three days of free videos and help them. Sometimes I do a, a one-time free masterclass and people will join that. This time in the last couple of times, because the co-creation club is around $2,000, I didn't want I, I wanted to kind of only join people that were willing to pay money. I didn't want to join people that just wanted to, a quick freebie because I have other resources that are just quick freebies for people. This one, I wanted to kind of separate the people out that they were like, I'm really committed to investing in my business. I'm maybe a couple more years into business. I might not be in my first day or two of running my business. And maybe I'm kind of like maybe in the rebrand stage of my business because that was the person I wanted to target. And so I guess the first point here is just make sure you know your audience, make sure you know who your particular program course or offering is for. So you can target them effectively with your marketing and the way that you actually create your launch. Um, and so for me, I wanted to draw in people that, that were willing to pay money for design, willing to pay money for learning, willing to pay um, for that experience. And so what I did was instead of doing a free masterclass, I did a low cost masterclass of $50. And it, like I could sell this masterclass for $500 if I wanted to in terms of the value that was inside it. So that wasn't an issue. It was more just wanting to help people to say like, yes, I'm committed to, to, to this enough to want to spend money on it. Um, and so that obviously means I'm going to get less people into the masterclass, but hopefully I'm going to get more what's called qualified leads into the masterclass. So they're more likely to want to purchase from me into the future. And so I did a masterclass. It was called Elevate Your Brand. And it was a two hour, $50 workshop where I kind of jumped on Zoom with these people. And I went through some really key learnings around creating a brand, around working out what your business needed to be, working out how the key design principles um, and doing some hot seat stuff. And like, like I went through a heck of a lot of content and it was really, really helpful and everyone really loved it. But that was what's called a conversion event. And so I ran that on the 19th of June, but I started promoting it on the 5th of June. So I gave myself around two weeks of promotion time for that. So that window looked like me um, sharing the importance of design. It looked like me sharing the importance of graphics and how you wanted to how elevating a business's graphics can elevate your business, can elevate your income, can elevate your target audit. Like it does a lot, did a lot of different things. So I really particularly shared content and graphics and posts and emails all leading up to this idea of 
you need to elevate your brand. If you want to grow your business, you need to elevate your brand. And I really pushed that messaging. I didn't like beat around the bush saying, oh, graphics are kind of helpful sometimes. I really had to commit to this, this, this messaging of design is important. And I did that through podcasts. I did that through YouTube videos. I did that through my social posts. And I did that through my emails. And those different things led to people signing up for this masterclass, for this workshop. And that was really great. And so back to the timeline. So the 5th of June, I started promoting that. The 19th of June, I ran that masterclass. And then that date also sparked the, the release of and the doors opening of the co-creation club. So that marked the people that people could actually start joining this program. But long before that, I had actually for the month or two beforehand, I was sharing past testimonials and successes of students inside the co-creation club. So during the, the promotion of the Elevate Your Brain workshop and and all before this for about a month or so, I was also sharing how important design was and what my students and their results had been. So because I had run the co-creation club before, I had so many testimonials and so many success stories from my students. And so I started sharing that too. And that meant people were like, oh, Jackie must be releasing the co-creation club soon. I'd say like coming soon or keep your eyes peeled or something like that. And it meant that people were really interested in in, in, in like, they were like, these are the results that these people were getting. I'm really excited for that. But it wasn't open yet. And they were like, how do I get in? How do, and I got people commenting saying, how do I join? I'll be like, keep your eyes peeled. Like you can join the wait list if you want to. So I did send out a wait list um, email. So I got people to also join that as another part of my strategy. And I opened up to the wait list a couple days before the launch event, before the conversion event, before that masterclass. And then I opened up to the masterclass class around 12 hours before I then opened it up to my social media and my full email list. Are you following? I know it's a lot, but hopefully, hopefully this is making sense. So to recap what we've covered so far is know your audience, know your strategy, know your main messaging so that you can really promote that in a way that makes sense to people. That's really, really clear. And that really targets the right person. Like my two programs, DIY Design Biz and the Co-Creation Club, the Co-Creation Club is slightly more advanced. And so that's for people who are more um, maybe in the that the later stages of business and they're ready for a rebrand rather than those first starting. And DIY design biz can be for anyone, but it's probably more targeted at the earlier stages of business. So I wanted to really make sure my messaging was targeted towards people in later stages of business. So I was calling in those people that were, when they were, they were interested in reading my posts, they were starting to form that connection with me. And so, yeah, what I did is I did that. I was just warming them, prepping them, started promoting the conversion event, the Elevate Your Brain workshop. Then I ran that workshop and then I promoted it to the, to the people inside that workshop and I had a little, I think I had a little offer that lasted like 48 hours or so. Like if you purchase, then you kind of get this bonus and this bonus um, just to help people to make a decision quickly if that was something they wanted to do. Um, some people get a bit murky around like, oh, it's pressuring people to buy. But I kind of look at it from my own perspective of if someone doesn't give me a reason to buy, I usually don't. And usually when people do give me a reason to buy and I do buy and I actually take action, then I'm like, I'm so glad I bought that thing. Thank you for actually convincing me to buy it. And so for me, I had a few different bonuses and offers that were at play. So in the first 48 hours, they got one sort of bonus. And then the next five days or so, they got it, they qualified for another bonus. And those kind of bonuses kept expiring as the club doors and that, that look hard open period went on. Um, and I'll tell you about the strategy of that in a moment. But in essence, I kind of just help people to make a decision. All I want is for someone to say yes or no. I don't need them to say yes. I don't want them to say yes if it's not the right thing for them, but I want them to make a decision rather than just putting it off. So that's what those bonuses do. It just helps people to make an, a decision rather than just putting it off forever and, and, and then missing out because the doors do have to close because it is a live program and then they can continue on and decide if they want it or not. And so doors opened. Um, I sent that out. So I, I offered that to the people inside the workshop first. And then after that, I sent it out to my email list and I sent it out to my social media channels. Um, and that was really exciting. So 
good times, opening it up, kind of sharing what's inside the program, sharing that it's open, all those different parts and bits and pieces. And then throughout that car open period, I was doing, as I said, lots of bonuses. And so in the first 48 hours, there's one bonus. In the first like five or six days, there was another bonus. This is just to provide continual points of urgency for people to to say, oh, I, f- I forgot to make a decision for that first bonus, but this next bonus is ending. I need to make a decision now. And that's that decision is either yes or no. There's no pressure to make this yet the yes decision. But if you do join now, oh, hey, you get this extra bonus call or, oh, hey, you get this extra freebie. Um, and so I just help people to make those decisions. And so You've also got things like early bird pricing, which might end after, I think that maybe ended after about five days. Um, and so I just kind of spread those things out throughout the cut open period to help people make a decision around if they wanted to join or not. Um, and like this, whenever people join, there's always this immense amount of value. So it doesn't really matter if they wait until the very end to join. But the idea is that if you do join earlier, you can start like once people joined, they got instant access to quite a few things. So they got to actually get started on things early, which I thought was really exciting too. So then you have your cut open period and then the cart close. And then after that, I had about a week or four or five days to kind of pull everything together to kind of work out the call groups and work out all the details and send people all the information for the club to then start on the 17th of July. And so that was kind of like the timeline and everything that looked like. But now I want to step you through the, the graphics behind all those things, because I feel like we're just like, oh, yeah, I'll just launch a program but I kind of the people kind of forget that there is actually a lot of things that you need to make that work a lot of moving bits and pieces so I'm going to kind of step through a few different bits and pieces that I needed firstly there was a logo I really believe in having a specific and dedicated look to a program or main offering that you're doing it doesn't have to be as intricate and fancy as your actual logo but it should look similar to your current logo or at least your current branding so it matches your overall brand but this this logo that you can just put on everything you just whack it on the sales page you whack it on a graphic you whack it on an email just so that be kind of provides that consistency because I don't know about you, but for me, when I look at other businesses and all of their offerings, I get quite confused because I'm not in their business every day like I'm in my own business every day. And so what's really important is that we get our audience to understand what we're offering in a way and begin to start recognizing it rather than being like, oh, she's got so many different offerings. So if we have a specific program logo, which for me was just the words co-creation club and a little like it just, it just looked cute, but it was just done in a kind of colorful, fun way like my branding is. And having that put on everything just helped them to provide some recognizability and connection. And like, oh, that's that thing Jackie's promoting. Or that's that program that I saw she her promote last time. Or that's that program I saw that awesome testimonial for. Those kind of things. So it just helps provide that recognizability. And also helps you as you're putting your stuff out there and putting your graphics out there to have one less decision to make. You can just whack that logo on instead of having to redesign and remake that text every single time you type it out. Um, so that's the first thing I kind of is, is a program logo. Next up is the obvious things like the sales page. So obviously for me, I usually have quite long form sales pages because um, I just really enjoy saying a lot on my sales pages. So that actually takes a long time to create. For me though, because I'd already launched the program a few times, I didn't have to redesign any of that except for just update the free, update the bonuses and update the pricing um, and update some testimonials. Um, But just making sure that you remember that creating that landing page will take you a little bit of time. It it takes me quite a few days to put that whole thing together because mine are quite long. So make sure you're actually thinking that through and putting that into your own timeline when you're starting to plan your own launches. Um, Then we've got things like the, the, the landing pages and the, the the slides and all these different parts for the actual conversion event. So for me, I had a two hour masterclass that had about a hundred slides in it. And I also had the logo for the conversion event. I had the sales page for the conversion event, which was like a much, much shorter sales page. And that only took me a couple hours to make. Um, and then on top of all of those main things, you've got your social media posts. So I needed social media posts to promote the sales, the conversion event and the co-creation club in general. And while you want to promote things, obviously, like 
doors open now for the co-creation club or join the elevate your brand workshop like those two things were posts that came up in my instagram feed but there were also lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of more educational posts and building demand for my offering so kind of sharing like i did posts around like why should you have an elevated brand or why your designs suck or how to save time when designing or just lots of different things that met the pain points of my audience and what they were really struggling with or what they really desired in their business in their life and showing them that the design could actually help them achieve those things and so that's a really important point too, is you don't just need promotional posts for the actual product itself. You also need posts that kind of just build anticipation, kind of um, help people see where, they, where they're lacking, help people to see how design or whatever you're offering can fix their problem, help them to see that you have the solution to what they're struggling with, to, to help them to grow their business, to help them to not waste time on Canva, to help them to be proud of their business, to help them do this or that. So make sure at, when you're doing that first piece of thinking through your business, if, if actually ask yourself, of what are my clients struggling with and how can I actually create content that, that, that shows them that I can help? That's what you want to start doing with your social posts. And you can also do that same thing with your emails. So that, that similar content was also going out in my emails. And I had a lot of those emails and social media posts pre-written from past launches. I have them saved in like a an Airtable document where I've got my past posts. Um, and so in the future launches, I don't just schedule out all of this content and just go like, this is all I'm doing. Um, I'm done. I'm just going to schedule this out for the following three weeks. I actually do my launches very um, ad hoc in terms of I listen and I see what people are actually needing at the time. And so instead of just scheduling out all of this content and all of this stuff that I'd done in the past, because there's plenty of stuff I've done in the past, I actually listen to what my audience is saying. When I'm when people say, oh, I can't join, I ask, I ask them why, not to pressure them into joining if they don't want to, although sometimes I might challenge them and say, oh, actually that problem I can actually help too. Or have you thought about this? Um, but at the same time of knowing what people's problems are and what their, their their barriers are to joining and then creating specific content to help that because chances are if one person is, 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 has, has aired this, this, this fear with you, usually there's someone else in your audience that also is fearing this or is worried about this or isn't sure about this or doesn't understand this part of your product. And so creating posts around that was really helpful for me. So I did a probably about half-half mix of content that I'd shared in the past because if I only launched this three times a year, people aren't going to remember every single post I've ever shared. So resharing things is okay. Usually I just do a slight redesign or a slight tweak of the caption, but the overall message was the same. So doing that with my social posts and my emails and then also creating new content that was faced, that, that, that was kind of me my people where they are at at this current point in time and the, the different discussions I was having with people as well. So social post design was also was really needed and also email design. I needed to create email banners. And so I did some that said um, doors for the co-creation club open or bonuses ending soon or 24 hours until this happens or join me in the club or doors closing soon or early bird ending. I did a few different banners for my actual emails to help just kind of set the set set the scene, tell the story, um, make, my, make, make those emails look a little bit more professional and like, ah, this is a co-creation club email. Sometimes I didn't add any banner because I wanted to make it feel more personal and I wanted to make it feel less salesy and just more like a discussion. And so do a mix of both, making sure you've, you've got those graphics there and they're looking really great though, if you do choose to do those. All right. <laughs> If you're still listening, well done. I hope this is tracking with you. So we've got logos, sales pages, social media posts, emails. Um, those were the, probably the main graphic things. Obviously, real covers as well for the social media posts. Facebook covers, if you want to kind of on your Facebook page, it's kind of good to say like doors to the co-creation club open now or new such and such join us or like just putting that on your Facebook page can be really helpful. I actually forgot to do that this time, but it is something that I normally do. So many different parts to remember. Other promotional things I did that weren't graphic related as much were podcast interviews with past students, just asking them of their experiences. 
Um, if you don't have a podcast, you could just do Instagram lives with past students. You could just do, um, or even just clients in general, even if, if, if you're offering, if you haven't offered an offering before, you could even just interview past clients you've helped in a similar ELK before, um, just seeing, uh, asking them for their transformation, asking them how it was and the experience was of working with you. Um, so interviews, I also did um, YouTube videos that kind of, again, spoke to the problems. And I, I would say like, this is why you need to elevate your brand. And these are the five steps to elevating your brand. And then I would have a call to action at the end of, oh, join me for this work shop or oh, join me for the co-creation club just doing things like that can be helpful um, and the last thing I did which was probably the most helpful is just messaging people contacting real life people and asking them for their if they would like to join people people like sometimes it feels it feels wildly scary this is the least favorite part of what I do in terms of the messaging people because I get so terrified people are going to hate me I get so terrified people are going to think that I'm like pressuring them to buy it's the last thing I want but I just I really believe in the program so I really want them to buy because I know that's going to help them like it's like this whole thing and I get so scared of people saying no um but every time I make sure I push through at least for a certain amount of people and so um when you're so usually when you're creating something you've got someone in mind usually you're like oh it'd be so great for this person this program or this offering and so message said person and say, hey, have you seen this? I would love to have you. It will help with this, this and this. Let me know if you've got any questions. And just doing that kind of messaging and, and personal reach out can be really touching to people. I got actually my favorite way of doing this is actually just doing a literal video recording. So I just sit at my desk and I say, hey, such and such. Like, I'm really um, hope you're doing so well. Um, and I just share those things with you I just shared before. And so sending those messages, I got so many replies saying, oh, thank you so much for the personal message. That means so much to me. Um, and, and it just helped people to feel like they really cared about them because I do. I don't, I, this program isn't one that like a thousand people join. It's a really intimate program and I really care about the people that join. And so doing those personal reach outs, help, reach outs just help people to know that I cared, help people to be like, oh, I have seen you posting about that, but I haven't kind of made a decision yet or I haven't really had a proper look yet. I'll have a proper look now and then they might join. Um, and so don't be afraid for those personal reach outs too, knowing that you will get no's. You will get people either not replying. I got ghosted plenty of times. You will get people saying, no, that's not for me. No, thank you. Or you will, you will get people saying, oh, that sounds really cool, but maybe not right now. And, and don't be afraid. Like this took me a long time to learn too. Usually I'd say if they were like, no, thank you. Or oh no, nah. oh no, thank you. And I would, if I'd usually just say, oh, no worries. Thank you. Sorry. Bye. Instead of saying, oh, can I ask you why you, you, why it's not the right thing for you now? Or can I ask you why you feel this way? And usually it was just because they either didn't understand the program enough or they had some self-doubt that they didn't believe that they were good enough to make it work. And so many times I could just share with people, actually, I'm going to actually help you with that bit. That's what I'm here for. We can make this work. Or I know your business is struggling here. Did you know that the club will actually help you with that? I know that it's scary to invest, but it's actually going to help you to make more money in the long run. Just sharing those things like that to encourage people that and just to work through their fears. Again, not to pressure them to join if it's not the right thing for them. Never do that. But at the same time of just encouraging people that if they do need that little friendly nudge of like, actually, I think this could work, then just letting them know that, know that you believe in them, know that it could be actually a really great move for their business. Because I don't know about you, but I'm just doing business alone most of the time. I have my beautiful coach and my VA, but in essence, it's mainly just me in this room making decisions for myself. And so sometimes having someone step me through and have that discussion with me of whether it's the right program to join from a business at the time. And if you believe in your product and service, this is the main crux of everything. If you believe in your product or service and you believe that it's going to help people, you selling it, you promoting it, you messaging people, you creating bonuses is going to help people to join it. And if you really believe it's going to help people, then that is a thing that you can do to really help people. Does that make sense? I didn't say that in the best way, but hopefully you understand what I mean. I think that's everything I wanted to say. I think I just want to encourage you that to create a long, what's called like a, uh, what's, what's that plane when a plane takes off a, a long, a long, uh, I've forgotten the word. I was on a plane last week. 
a long runway, a long runway, <laughs> create a long runway for your launch. So you're creating that expectation before you've even opened it. You're creating a great conversion event to help people to see your value. Like one of the reasons I created a great masterclass is that people can actually, they, they, they start getting the transformation from working for me. They start to know that I talk quick and they start to know that I can help them with this. And they start to know that I know my stuff and they start to think like, oh, this is what I could do for my business. And you start providing that transformation. You say, oh, actually, if you want more of this, if you want to actually work together properly, let's do that. Here's the, here's the co-creation club. I would love to have you. And kind of just giving people that next step. So doing that really great conversion event and then allowing yourself a long card open period so that you can actually meet people where they're at. You can you can create content that's going to actually suit what, what the what, what people are applying to your DMs or what people are, are saying why they don't want to join and creating content that helps them to work through that. Enough time to send out enough emails that people will actually read them um, and just doing that really regularly and then not being afraid to do that personal reach out and not being afraid to do that research and to, to work out why people aren't joining or to work out how you can actually help people through your program or, or course or whatever it is you're doing. So I hope that's been helpful and a bit of an insight into the behind the scenes of my business. Um, and remembering that there are a lot of graphics that are involved in your, your promotion as well. And so making sure you allow yourself time to put those together. And obviously if you need help, you can join my, my program DIY to Summer Biz. I'd love to have you in there. But at the same time, no pressure. I just know that it will help you if you do want to join. <laughs> Classic selling. Um, so no, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope it's been useful. And if you're in the middle of a launch or got a launch coming up, let me know what it is. Look, send me a DM on Instagram or comment below on, if you're on YouTube and let me know what kind of program or offering you've got in the, in, in the works for your mind that you want to create a big launch for and actually have to do amazingly because those launches where I've actually sat down and thought about things properly and planned it properly and looked at my audience and looked at how I'm solving problems and thought about my messaging, those are the launches that go the best rather than the rushed ones or the ones where I don't really know who I'm talking to. I don't really know their problems. So do that groundwork first and it will make such a big difference um, for your success. So I hope that's been helpful and um, I will see you next week for another episode. Bye. Well, you don't have to be sad. This episode is over. There is more. I would love to see you over on my Instagram at WhiteDearGD and we can chat, we can catch up, you can see what's going on, you can see all the different tips. Plus, if you'd like more freebies or more information or more help, just head to my website at whitedeer.com.au. See you next week.